Welcome to the Naked Wine Podcast. Two best friends and wine. Natural and free. Skin contact sometimes. Unfiltered, never find. Organic grapes and yeast. <laughs> nice. Hey, welcome to the Naked Wine Podcast, everybody. This is episode number 11. Episode 11, that was our uh, our new intro. A new intro. I bet you can't guess <laughs> what we riffed it from. Yeah, definitely um, not diehard Disney fans here. Disney fans, <laughs> right here. Hope you are too. Anyways, welcome back, Naked Wine Podcast. You know what we're about, talking about natty wine, stripped yep. down of the mumbo jumbo, free of all the additives. Yep. Wine in its naked form, just fermented grape juice, exactly. Jesus juice. I like to, I'm going to make a new shirt called Jesus Juice. I think. I think that's so, going to go over great. <laughs> I don't know. I love that word, but I get a lot of weird looks. But anyway, but what, what we mean, are we talking yeah, about on this episode, Miss? This is a great uh, episode because our topic is on all of the amazing health benefits of drinking natural wine mm. and why if you are a wine drinker um, and you like to, like us, consume a lot of it, we do. why you should definitely be drinking natural wines because it is so much healthier for you and better for the environment and we have a lot of great things to talk about and it's fun because our whole podcast is about natural wine so we'll be able to kind of explain benefits. why we're obsessed with it this is for the people that are like why I, the taste is kind of funny is this new is this trendy like all the other mm-hmm. health and beauty trends mm-hmm. why drink natural is it really better for you it's alcohol you know what we got some tidbits so yep. buckle up Get ready, but first, what are we drinking? We are going to have a delicious pet nat from Italy. Mm-hmm. Here you go, YouTube. This is a pet nat from the producer Cantina mm-hmm. Furlani. It is called the Alpino, uh, what's the Italian word for sparkling? Frizzante. Yes. Alpino Frizzante. Alpino Frizzante. And the grapes, I had never heard of these grapes, but. Give them a try, miss, a... in, your, Ita- okay. in your best Italian accent. Nociola. Mm-hmm. Verde Albarra, Lagarino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, everybody's familiar with those, right? <laughs> I never heard of them, um, but there's plenty of grapes that um, I do not know of. Um, as we've discussed before, Remington and I have over 20 plus years experience in drinking wine. But Purely drinking wine. Yeah, no certifications yet, so we've never we're just had learning this... along here with you guys. I think it's the first time having this riot, these varietals. Yep. They come from northern Italy, a little north of Verona. And this producer is pretty special. I generally like a lot of their wines. They farm biodynamically. They don't use temperature control. We read something crazy mm-hmm. like they stick their bottles in the snow in the to winter. stop fermenting in the winter. Yeah, and which is so cool. Naturally, temperature control. I mean, hey, I'm, I'm here for it. And I love that on the front it says spontaneous fermented in the bottle. Mm-hmm. Spontaneously fermented. Spontaneous fermentation refers to using wild yeast. Yep. So they're not pitching yeast or pitching GMO modified yeast, like what I like to say for conventional wines. They're just using the yeast that's on the grapes yeah. and making this beautiful wine. It's imported by Selection Natural. Shout out to those guys um, so or if gals. You're, if you're looking for natural wine in your local wine store um, and you look on the back and you see that that's Selection Natural, then that's like a great wine to grab. It's an importer. It's yeah. a, you can trust them. You can trust them. For the them. most part. For you can trust part. that it's natural. Yes. 
So I'm opening it. Whoa, whoa. Ooh, oh, you might have an explosion. Chug it, chug it. No, Aww. no explosion. False alarm. Boring. But I rotated it because it's not disgorge. There's little bits of dead yeast inside on the bottom. Because mm -hmm. this wine is unfined and unfiltered. Mm -hmm. And they didn't disgorge it like normal traditional champagne. If you've had Veuve Clicquot, mm -hmm. you never find little bits and pieces on the bottom. That's because it was disgorged. And for so our listeners, it's got a really uh, a nice, like, cloudy, um, lemony color to it. Cloudy, lemony, pale yellow. We don't yeah. have any certifications yet, but Miss is going through mm. W set level two. Oh, boy. <laughs> so she... We'll see. We'll have to change that little line in our intro, but she might have some expert ways to dissect this <laughs> wine. I am learning a lot. It's kind of it's it's kind of blowing my mind. It's like overwhelming, but also really exciting. Um, yeah, we're out on Remington's we're, we're balcony. We're taping this in my on my balcony in Venice Beach for our listeners who just mm -hmm. heard the cars go by. Shout out to the homeless. Oh, to happy the Pride! Car. It's Pride Month. Yep. Thank you, Miss, for the YouTubers and, the, and the audio only. Miss is wearing a rainbow sweatshirt. Rainbow All right, sweater. let's taste this. I'll smell it first. Well, cheers and smell. Okay, fine. Smell. Ooh. Yummy. Teeny titch of barnyard, yep. and I can already tell it's got zippy acidity. So when we say barnyard, we're just kind of referring to you can kind of like – it's not that it smells bad. It actually smells delicious. It just sort of – you can tell that maybe – you know, next to the vines, there was like a cow chilling out or something. It's it's very... Or on the scientific level, it has a little bit of brett, a little bit of mousiness, which is Brettanomyces, which I like and love a little bit of brett in my wines. Me too. Now let's cheers. Okay, cheers. I get a little bit of like stone fruit on the nose, mm. by the way. Hot take, bone dry. Nice fine bubbles that dissipate in your mouth. Yeah. Stone nice fruit. Nice acidity. Nice acidity. It's not anything crazy. It's not like no. It's not these aren't like um like a Sauvignon Blanc that's gone off like the tropical you know fruit spectrum. These are yep. clearly northern Italian varieties which I've never had before, but they're leading me to believe that they're like mm -hmm. a little bit of a cooler climate, which tends to be drier. Drier. Wines. Less sugar in the grapes. Less sugar in the grapes. Um, also, you can definitely. Um, the alcohol level you can taste is super low on this, which is 11.5. Awesome. Maybe hence the Alpino, which I'm no expert, but I'm pretty sure that means like mountains, yeah. something along those lines. So cold climate, northern Italian grapes. It's delicious. It's really good. I love it. It's super, super bubbly. I, I do like the fine bubbles, and I got mm -hmm. all these little bits of sediment inside, mm -hmm. which is making me awfully happy. So, yeah. All right. Cheers well, again. let's get on. Oh, fun. You have to drink after you cheers. I was about to. Just don't want you to have bad luck or bad sex for, you know, how many years or so. Impossible. <laughs> All right. Let's get on with the episode. So health benefits of drinking natural wine. Now, yeah. I, I mean, we're no we're no Erewhon. We're no experts. We're no dietitians. <laughs> I don't want to sound snooty, but this is just, you know, this isn't 100% fact and truth, but these are just things about natural wine mm -hmm. and most likely why they are healthier for you mm -hmm. and most likely why they give you less hangovers and you can draw your own conclusions. So I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there, Yeah. but let's get into it. Yeah. So natural wine, much <laughs> hotly debated topic. And I mean, she's in W set, so they don't really like natural wine in W set. It's 
some of them do, some of them don't. <laughs> um, but when people think of wine, they're like, isn't it all natural? Like, yeah. What, what, it's how wine. Can you, it comes from grapes. Grapes are natural. What can you add to it? Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Have you ever looked at the back of a juice box before? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can add a lot of shit to that stuff. So it's not just grape juice after and all. And unfortunately, if I, for anyone who has looked at the back of a wine bottle, there's not a nice little list of all the ingredients that are in there. Although some natural winemakers now have started doing that. And honestly, I have to say, I think that's so cool. And I love that. And I hope, love it. I hope natural winemakers continue to do that and more of them because that's a great way for consumers who are looking for natural wine um, to easily find it in the store. Just look (laughs) on the back and if it shows you that it's grapes in their wine (laughs) and native yeast, I mean, that's all you need. We have some unhappy neighbors. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Transparency Transparency. would be I would love transparency in the wine world just to know what we're putting in our bodies. In Remington, like, uh, for a conventional bottle of wine, if they listed all their ingredients, like, how many, around how many would there be? And, like, what would be some of the shocking things you think you would find Mm. in there? Hold your horses, Little Miss Muffet. We're going to get into that later in the pod. Okay, fine. Later. That has a a little section. She does all the editing. I write up the stuff we're going to talk about and if we swap this pod <laughs> would suck because i would use i would google best like pod anyway let's not even get into it all right so, so i'm getting ahead of myself hold your horses but keep that in mind and we'll do this remington's way so all wine's not natural and at a um, high level natural wine is nothing added nothing taken away zero zero wines and back to what i love to call Jesus juice. Mm-hmm. This is wine. Um, it's not new. This is the original winemaking style of wine. Yeah. From Jesus' time. Like in the Bible, this is how they were making it. This wine. is how they made it. It's not. This a, is how they first made it. Not a new idea. <laughs> no, not a new idea. It's just trending. It is trendy. Hashtag trending. So right people now. think it's new, like hyaluronic acid. But that's been around forever, too. True. For your face. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into the topics. Miss, give us the four topics of why natural wine might be healthier for you. So just think about the things that you're looking for in like your vegetables that you're going to eat. Like let's say you're going to make a delicious salsa mm-hmm. and you're going to get all the things to make your salsa. So first of all, obviously organic, like we're trying to eat organic. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great. At a minimum, you want all of your ingredients to be organic. Same with natural wine. You want organic grapes. You want them to be organically farmed, um, organic practices, not just in uh, the vineyard, but also in the cellar. Um, you want it to be free of additives. So nothing in, nothing out. You're not pumping anything in there. Yeah. So that's really, really important. Zero, zero. Um, also, this can even go back to like how when we talk about like growing organic grapes, like you don't want um, them to be sprayed with any pesticides or herbicides um, Mm. because then chemicals are getting in there. So you want them to be using more natural ways um, of keeping pests away and keeping, you know, the grapes healthy and happy. Um, So organically farmed, no chemicals there, no No additives. additives. Um, So for example, less sugar. Well, it's important to say there'll be a little less sugar. Mm. That kind of has to do like, they're not pumping the wine with more sugar. Um, to, you know, make it taste better or make it higher in alcohol because the higher levels of sugar, the higher levels of alcohol. Mm -hmm. So obviously we're trying to not, you know, pump our body full of too much sugar. Uh, Little preservatives, so lower sulfites, sulfur, um, those levels are going to be a lot lower because, again, 
They're not, you know, trying to make a cheap wine that they're just shipping all over the world and trying to sell at a Trader Joe's and pumping yeah. it full of preservatives so that it keeps forever. Like yeah. these wines are going to be um, a little more delicate and meant to be consumed earlier and whatnot. But some can age. Some can if age. Made properly. Made properly. And you have to have a really clean cellar and, and, and techniques yeah. in the cellar. And four. Number four. And very important is it's better for the environment. Better for the earth. Yeah. Yay, earth. We Shout love you. Shout out Mother Earth. We <laughs> love you and we hope you can keep giving us grapes and wine for forever but we have to take care of our mother earth so let's get into it number one natural wine is usually organic it's usually organically farmed or biodynamically farmed whether it's actually certified or not Mm -hmm. but that just inherently seems healthier right like we have this big focus on pesticides and herbicides that our vegetables are sprayed with what do they call them like the dirty dozen of fruits and vegetables, the ones that get sprayed the most. They say anything that has like a peel or an outside that you, you know, um, that you eat like a skin, like any of the fruits, like apples, Mm -hmm. you should always buy organic and same with grapes. I mean, we, we eat the skins of the grapes. Well, they're used in winemaking in order Mm -hmm. to give it color and give it tannin. So whatever we put on the outside of the grape is totally going into the end product of the wine. Yes. Um, so yeah, so, the farming, it's it's huge. Let's support, um, you know, our organic farmers, is uh, our winemakers. It's as much in the cellar as it is farming. I know a lot of winemakers source grapes, and ideally, natural winemakers source organically or biodynamically farmed grapes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, shout out to farming. That is tough yeah. work. It Especially does not biodynamic farming. Oh my goodness, That's it does not thing. get the credit it deserves. Like whenever yeah. you shop at a farmer's market, like and you. You know, I never complain about how much anything costs just because the blood, the sweat, the tears, the rain, the snow, the sleet, the shine, the stuff that goes into it. It's like we should pay more for that. Definitely. So Uh, important note, though, on on organic certification that we that we like to bring up is, um, I mean, getting that, you know, that stamp, the certified organic, Mm -hmm. it can be really expensive and it can be really tricky to get. And a lot of these, you know, winemakers, they just have small little plots of land and they are just doing the the best that they can. And in their hearts, they know that their grapes are organic and they're doing organic farming. Um, And so we love that. And and we still want to drink those wines and support them. So when you're looking for a bottle of natural wine, don't look for that organic stamp because um, very possible you won't find it. Um, And yeah. Just an important thing to know. Look for importers. Ask the wine shop people. It's a huge tip. Ask the wine shop people. And oftentimes they know the backstory, which they learn from the wine reps. Or they just are reading up on it or really in the Yeah, or just. And a lot of them will say it's not organically certified, but we know they're practicing biodynamics. Yeah. So that's huge. That is huge. And sometimes the certifications are really expensive. It can cost anywhere, you know, upwards over $1,000 to $1,500 to get that organic certification. Mm -hmm. So if your favorite natural winemaker isn't certified organic, don't panic. Don't panic. (laughs) It could, you know, the reason could be money and time, and it really could be practicing those things anyway. And to kind of take us to our next thing here, um, wine being additive free. Mm-hmm. Natural wine is generally additive-free. And why is that healthier? Why do we want less additives in our body, miss? Because we want to look sexy. We want to look sexy. <laughs> yes, I got we it right. Look- <laughs> 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 cheers. I just cheers myself with her glass. That is exactly right. I mean, 
we kind of touched on this before with organic, but we're just becoming so much more conscious as consumers about what we're putting into our bodies. So why not carry that over to wine? And you can farm organically, but when it comes to the cellar, if you load it up with a bunch of shit and a bunch yep. of crap, then you kind of kind of ruins the purpose of, of buying something organic, doesn't it? It really does. And that's an important thing with wine and goes back to if you if you see on the wine that it says organic, you better make sure it's still a natural wine mm-hmm. and they aren't adding they could take those beautiful organic grapes and then pump sugar in there and put mega purple dye in there to make it look the way they want it to look. Yeah. And that, that's acid. That's terrible. Yeah. So you gotta be careful with buzzwords like organic sometimes. We talked about buzzwords in the past. But like the list of additives is so long. I Mm -hmm. should pull it up and read you like all 50 allowed additives in the United States, but it would bore you. And some of those words are just like, they sound like they're from an alien planet and you just don't want them in your body in the first place. Really scary words. (laughs) But like aluminosilicates, mega purples, Mm -hmm. you can, you know, add that to change the color. You can add citric acid. To make something more acidic, you can pump in a shit ton of sugar. Sugar to increase its sweetness, its full bodiness, its jamminess, and yep. the alcohol content. Yeah, and you know, I think it's pretty widely known. Like, if you are on a low sugar diet, like it's really great these days. If you're trying to be fit and svelte and healthy, um, you know, you want to be careful about how much sugar you're putting into your body. So, you know, for svelte. somebody who drinks a lot of what's svelte? Svelte, what svelte? like fit. Ah, very fit. Like me. Yeah, like you. <laughs> um, so for somebody like people like us who like to drink mm. a lot of wine and still look svelte, mm-hmm. um, it's important to us that they're low in sugar. So, you know, you wake up the next morning, you feel better about yourself. You don't have a hangover because you didn't have a ton of sugar in your wine and you're down to hit the gym or go rollerblading. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shout out to Venice Beach. Yeah. I put on my rollerblading, Blade for Your Life on Spotify. Give it a follow. It's got all the rollerblading hits that you love and crave. Uh, you'll find me out there on the weekends. Remington but, is bumping his beats mm-hmm. and looking fine. So lower additives, <laughs> that's why it's healthier for you. Yeah. Guess what else? After you farm organically, after you don't use a lot of additives in your winemaking process to control your wine and make it taste a certain standard way, there's something you can do at the very end to make it shelf stable, mm-hmm. and that's adding preservatives. Yeah. And we've all heard about preservatives in meats, cold cuts like nitrates, mm-hmm. and preservatives like just in general, something that chemically that you can add that can preserve something in an unnatural way is not what you want to be eating a ton of. No, you don't want to do that. So here's the buzzword, sulfur dioxide, SO2, contains sulfites on the back of the wine label. Yeah. Like this wine label says contains sulfites. That's because it does. We've said There's this before. There's natural sulfites that are just Sulfites are created in the fermentation process. Doesn't so mean they add them. it has <laughs> to say that. Yeah, it has to say that. It has to say that. But there are varying degrees of added sulfites in the winemaking process that a winemaker can choose to toss in at the end. And I feel like there's a big debate in the natural wine world on, you know, is it a natural wine if they are adding SO2? And if so, like how much 
parts per million because that's how they measure it. Um, it's acceptable still for it to be a natural wine. And there's big debate. Um, but I think Remington and I, we don't mind it when they add a little bit because it means that, you know, we can enjoy that wine longer. It's going to last longer, you know, once we open it. Um, it's some, yeah, a lot so of, there's some controversy. A lot of winemakers make a calculated decision to add a little bit generally under 50 parts per million of SO2 to their wines. They can add it during fermentation. They can add it at the end. It's generally a very calculated move to either save the vintage, but on the flip side, conventionally made wines in the United States can have up to 350 parts yeah. per million. So we're talking about like normally like a natural wine, I would say maybe like 10 parts per million. 10, 20, 30. 10 parts per million. And then conventional, 350. That is a huge freaking jump. In huge jump. And Europe caps it at like something like 200 or 250 parts per million that you can add. So yeah. unless they know something we don't know or they're just trying to keep their people generally healthier or they think absurd amounts of sulfites are unhealthy, I mean, I would shy away. I mean, that's like, you know, I love my Euro brothers and sisters and yeah. um, they generally do a better job of regulating food and, and beverage. Um, they, they really do. So and shout out to Europe. Shout out to Europe and shout out to all of the winemakers there that have been making natural wine for forever. And now people are pegging them as natty winemakers yeah. and they're like, oh, I just make wine the way, you know, Mother Earth taught me and how I like to drink. I um I watched a documentary um, recently and it was, it came out a few years ago, but it was about the natural wine um, making process and kind of mm. the uh Was that Netflix community. one in France? Yeah, in French. In France. And kind of about how they do it there. And it was really cool because they were interviewing the winemakers. And I loved one of them said um, was something like he didn't really know what all the fuss was about because we shouldn't have to call it natural wine. This is wine. And we shouldn't have to say my wine is natural yeah. wine. It should be it should be a thing that if it's wine, it's natural. And if you're making conventional wines, you have to say this is conventionally made wine mm. so that he thinks it's yeah so i just love that would, because it's so true i would love yeah. if that was the case but Wouldn't back to my great? old example of like cold pressed juice yeah. versus juice box and capri sun i mean both will probably always exist on the market mm -hmm. but us as consumers know the difference that's that's the difference is really easy to identify a fresh pressed juice versus the same juice can be in a juice box but it has a whole bunch of other shit and we know the difference between the two they're labeled right. differently right wine is generally not labeled wine differently. is a bit of a mystery you got to do your research it's like uh who sang that song living in a mystery is that uh it's from the building 90s building a mystery, a mystery. <laughs> that's that's conventional living in a church yeah. where you sleep with voodoo dolls who's that sarah mclaughlin won't give up search i love that song is that sarah mclaughlin yeah, oh <laughs> she loves sarah um <laughs> Conventional winemakers well, are building a mystery by being so ambiguous. They are. Yeah. Sick of it. And kind of shady. And I think it's important to talk about like no judgment whatsoever. If you like conventional wines, you do you. But just like it's good to know the facts. And if you want to keep drinking them and it makes you happy, keep drinking them. If you want to drink two buck chuck from Trader Joe's, even though now they come out with an organic one. Yeah. Which is like, like I said before. Definitely the grapes are organic, but then what they do to it after that is very far from. Yeah, very far from the ethos of organic. And so I just think it's important to be educated and know. So that You're you right. Can make no shame. No shame. It may come out that I'm like hating on conventionally made winemakers, but you know what? They're hardworking individuals. Yeah. A lot of them are either doing it because it's their passion or yeah. they have a business model where they want to provide two-buck chuck 
to every person in the world who wants to drink two buck chuck who only has two dollars to uh chug wine yeah. and hey there that's an individual that's a lot of people no hate on that but just if we could know the difference and if people were educated enough because of the transparency and the white labels yeah i'd be happy I then agree. we can all make our decisions. We just want it to be honest, you know? Mm-hmm. And and it, and it's hard right now when you're as a consumer and you're wanting to drink natural wine, you know, you got to do your research. You can't just go into the wine shop and like you can with the vegetables that are labeled organic it's, or the packaging oh, yes. in your food. If and you want separated in sections in the store. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so hard. People always ask me, "What's your favorite natural, you know, give me some natural wine recommendations." And I'm like, "I know." This is the hardest question to answer. It's so hard cuz they're hard to find in some places, so you don't know where they're shopping and what the, they have access to. Yeah. Either find a good store, mm-hmm. find a good wine uh, store employee, yep. and or memorize importer names. Yeah. Those are my three bits of advice. But um, let's talk about our fourth thing, why natural wine is maybe not healthier for us, but better for the planet. Yeah. It's better for the planet, better for it the is. earth. For Mama Earth. Why? Why, my people ask. Okay, so there's a lot of reasons. One is um, less water waste. So with, mm-hmm. with natural winemaking, like if there is a dry year um, and they don't think their grapes are getting enough water, like the hardcore the hardcore people will just roll with it. Like they're just going to pivot and figure out what to do with those grapes to have it or, you know, naturally be the best expression in their wine. Um, and so what that means is they're not irrigating which is mm-hmm. adding water in an unnatural way to, They're not your, to your grapes. They're just rolling with the climate, mm-hmm. whatever. The so 2021 means, vintage, you know, weather-wise tosses at them. Yeah. They're called dry farmed grapes. And that just means less water waste for the world. Less and, water waste? I mean, in California where we've mm. been in drought for forever. And we're like the wine capital of the really USA, arguably. So yeah. huge drought. Yeah, I mean, it's like it, – and grapes don't need to be watered. Um Actually, dry farm like grapes do – they do because it makes their roots a little yeah. hardier. It makes them dig deeper. Yeah. It, it's – honestly, if you if you look into dry farming, be it's stressed. better for the grapes. They need to be a little they stressed. They need to be a little stressed, yeah. So besides dry farming, like we talked about before, they're generally organically or biodynamically farmed. And that has to be better for the earth. We're not spraying her with pesticides chemicals. and Roundup and chemicals. We're generally planting mm-hmm. cover crops – uh, introducing natural predator prey animals into the situation to control pests. Yep. A more natural, less harsh process. Um, you always heard of like monocrop versus is the word polycrop, or basically planting a lot of different uh, plants in an area instead of uh, monoculture. Yeah. Uh, farming. And most biodynamic uh, winemakers uh, do that in their fields by planting. Um, you know, like lavender and mint next to their grapevines and, That's and, cool. and I didn't know that. Like that. That's awesome. Um, and uh, lavender let's see. and mint. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, most natural winemakers are trying to have like a zero waste policy. So recycling, we know about this. We've known You're about reusing this for bottles. A, long time. a lot of them reuse reusing bottles. Um, you know, just being very like conscious about. Have like a, you know, a zero carbon footprint model in mind. Um, I mean, if you're going through all these hoops to farm organically, not add additives, not add preservatives, make wine in such a clean way, then, you know, finish the cycle. Finish the cycle. Exactly. 
And, um, you know, that kind of wraps it up. I mean, yeah. natural wine, people ask me why we loved it. I th- we, do we each have the same answer, like how we got into it and why we were convinced? Mine was like less hangover, I noticed right away. Of course, of course, for us, it was like the superficial things at first. We were like, oh, Whoa, yeah, we can drink more and feel great the next yes. day. Yes. That's awesome. That's not a selling point for you. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, hello. Yeah. So, of know. course, that was first. But then, you know, I, we're obsessed with it in, in a bunch of different ways now. Like we like the, the, the flavor palette better, all, all this other kind of stuff. But health is so important. And if you are a health conscious person and you're careful about what food you eat, and you like wine, you should take those same stakes and like hold yourself mm-hmm. accountable to also research the wine you're drinking and and drink natural they healthier wine. Drink natural healthier wine. They say everything in moderation. Well, unfortunately <laughs> for some of us, wine is that everyday kind of staple. And when moderation is not doable, and it's going to be something we're going to drink every mm-hmm. single day. <laughs> Hello, yeah. coronavirus and pandemic and, yep. and wine sales and wine in You're our homes. You're welcome, local wine shop. You might, exactly. <laughs> you might as well do your best to, you know, if you're going to eat a Ho-Ho or a Twinkie every single day <laughs> because you absolutely love them, find the, like, less bad for you varieties or the organic ones or the gluten-free one, you know, the ones from your local health food store that kind of taste the, just about the same, but they're slightly better for you. Yeah. Um, that's how I'd wrap that up. If moderation is not, po- not possible, Remington, then go natural. You wrapped it up just in time. You have 30 seconds left mm, here. Let's on sing a song. Okay. Yeah. You come out at night. That's when energy comes. The dark mm. side. No, never mind. Anywho, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Be healthy. Be happy. Give us comments on what Disney theme song you want us to sing next in our intro. But uh, go natty or go home. This is Rem and Kendra saying peace out. Peace out. Drink natty. Bye. Cheers.